If you go to lawtrust.co.za, um, you will see one little part on this website where it says, we provide world-class security in the digital world to the ultimate benefit of the human one. People are at the center of everything we do, be it securing identity documents, protecting companies, or supporting the communities around us. That is beautiful. It's succinct. It's not filled with jargon. And, man, there's a beautiful story behind it as well. Uh, you, you know the new Smart ID card? Well, it's most of the, it's, it's certainly one of the most advanced IDs in the world. And it's not the only thing that Law Trust has put their stamp on. And that is why I've asked Mason Meharry to join you, um, the founder of Law Trust. Great to have you on the show, man. Great to be on the show. And I think uh, especially in this nearing the end of COVID time, you know, businesses like this that touch a little bit on digitalization and mm. things like that is really topical at the moment. It is. And I think, you know, what the nice thing is, the, 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 the fact that it's going to continue being top, topical um, for the last almost, what, year and three, four months, people have immersed themselves into the digital space. It's been a bit of a kick up the bum. Because I don't know about you, prior to this, you used to chat to people and they used to go, oh, we'll think about it. You know, we'll think about this thing called a digital strategy, et cetera, et cetera. Now people are opening up doors left, right and center. Have you, have you, have you seen that happen? I think it's absolutely here to stay. You know, I mm. think uh, COVID has obviously been a roller coaster ride for us. But I think there's a lasting positive impact on the way we do business. You know, And I think mm. it's going to help South African businesses compete internationally. That We have had to embrace digitalization. And uh, we're getting it full steam. You know, work from home was like a big deal. We were all worried about connecting, you know, can the people in our office environment dial in from home to use the old words for it? Yeah. You know, but that used to be the thing. Then it became a little bit funny, you know, because we were all trying to catch each other out to see if somebody's going to do an embarrassing thing um, on the Zoom call that you're busy using as a partner or somebody going to walk past without clothes on, you know, that came, became a little bit funny. Um, then the security threat started hitting home. But now I think the business reality is that, mm. you know, this is going to stay. Work from home is going to become work from everywhere. You know, we are going to get less footprint in traditional offices, you know. So I think it's an awesome time to, to actually be in business. No, it certainly is, uh, especially, as you say, in the digital space, because you can make things happen for people rather quickly. Sometimes it's costly, but the people who actually see the wood from the trees end up benefiting at the end of the day. So uh, you are buying uh, lunch when I meet you, by the way, uh, because, uh, of course, Mteto Nyati and friends uh, <laughs> acquired your wonderful work for, what is it, over 200 million rand, 245 million rand. But I don't want to talk about that now. We'll talk about that. I'm interested in the story, Mason Harry. Um, where, 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 what did you do before this? Before you did this whole encryption thing that started changing people's worlds, that started giving us the smart ID, what did you do before that? I'm always interested in tipping points and how you transitioned into what you're currently doing. So a very, very long time ago, I used to be in the, in the telecom sector as an engineer, um, but I was one of those that was very interested and very excited about what was happening in the Internet, you know, and uh, least cost routing of telephone calls didn't excite me that much. But <laughs> businesses on the Internet, you know, on the other hand, you know, that was an awesome story, you know. So so I made the jump and that was uh, many uh, more than two decades ago, you know, yeah. and I've absolutely never looked back. You know, it's been exciting. 
But more importantly, I feel that we've been able to make a difference. You know, we uh, we set out and we said, not a grand ambition, but we want to make the the cyber world a little bit of a safer place for people to live in and work in. You know, and that always has been the guiding principle. You know, I know we got some uh, some smoother words on the website. You know, but at the end of the day, that really was what it was about. You know, we're trying to make it, and and it's still my goal now is trying to make the cyber world a little bit of a safer place for people to live in and work in. And uh, it's unlocked some amazing opportunities for us along the way. Now, I, I, I just, you, you've built this business with your wife, is that correct? That's right. We we co-founded the business ah. um, roughly 15 years ago. Okay. So, uh, and, uh, and at the time, it was still quite early days. Um, in fact, uh, we were coming out of an IT group sometime before that mm. where they had actually decided that this whole internet thing was not going to work, you know, so they weren't <laughs> going to invest further. In that. I, mean, that's, uh, I don't want to mention the company, but, uh, <sighs> you know, I think that's one of those MBA legends that should be told, you know, getting it wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so when we, we got the opportunity, you know, we saw the opportunity to actually make a difference, you know, and what the plan was, was actually to to focus on the business side of security, not so much the networking side of security. You know, we were interested in business process. So look at things that could fix a business process from a security point of view to make a better experience for the user. You know, that yeah. was always the goal. And we had a, a grand ambition, and that is we, we wanted to, to give everybody in the country a digital ID. We mm-hmm. thought at the time we were going to do it ourselves, but as it turned out, um, we were fortunate enough to to win the business with Home Affairs, and that really was based on the skills that we built up over many years. Yeah. We've got a fantastic crypto team, mm. and uh, and we actually achieved that that ambition. You know, where where now the country is rolling out putting a, a digital ID in everybody's hands. You know, and we've been very fortunate to work with the Department of Home Affairs, which I must say is is one of the more jacked up departments in government. You know, they actually get things done. You know, so it's yep. been a, an awesome experience. This is good um, to some hear. business lessons. There have been some business lessons. You know, mm. you've got to be careful what you wish for. You know, when we won that business, it nearly <laughs> killed our business because you're a, a small startup kind of mentality and uh, and you're dealing in a formal area. You know, we are a trust center, that what you call digital trust services. That means we audited we uh, we check identities before we give SSL certificates, you know. So it's a it's an interesting kind of governed environment that's working on the cutting edge of technology, but still got that governance baseline. Mm. We started working with banks. We're doing all these things, and the next thing, our small team wins this massive project with super tight deadlines, you know. And then you learn what scaling means, or you learn what you didn't do when you should have been planning for scaling. Yep. You know, so really interesting business journey. You know, it's 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 phenomenal that you that that you obviously listen. Success wasn't an overnight thing, and what is that that cliche? Hey, they say um, overnight success took a couple of years. <laughs> you know, usually a decade or so. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the products that you built out. I mean, we ch- we're chatting about this quite generically. Um, we can we can talk a little bit. Obviously, some, uh, we can talk more about the smart ID and what makes it one of the most sophisticated ones globally. And then I'd also like you to share some more insights into some of the other products that you develop that we might use regularly. So, so I think maybe let's do two things. I'll talk yeah. a little bit about principles that we put in place to help us scale the business. As Please well. do. Yeah, that's so a good just one. Don't yeah. talk about uh, mm. products on their own. You know? mm. So. Mm. So, so one thing that's true of 
everybody wants to be in their own business mm. and it is wonderful you know entrepreneurs are the future of south africa there's no doubt about that yeah. but it is super important to remember that businesses need cash to grow you know that is yes. a fundamental law of nature so so from day one you've got to be worrying about generating cash and yep. sometimes businesses that have a capital injection or they get funding forget about that you know bootstrap businesses like we mostly bootstrap the business um you're far more aware of your your cash generation. So, so we had this plan where we wanted to build our own intellectual property. You know, that was definitely the goal. Yeah. But that takes time and money to do. You know, so yes. we started by reselling some well-known technologies in the space. You know, so we started um, with partnerships with Entrust and with Assertia. You know, we we had a track record, so we were not unknown to them. So we yeah. started with that, and we really jumped into the SSL space first. You know, so I think everybody would be familiar with that. If you go to an internet banking site, you see the little padlock that pops up there. Yes. That means we have actually checked that that URL really belongs to a company that exists. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those things that you've got to be looking for because it's so easy to fake an identity on the internet or yes. not only on a website, but also fake an identity in an email. We call that a phishing attack. Fake an identity in social media. You know, the fake news has really hammered that home. So where we started the business, we were looking for something that people needed already, that we didn't have to educate too much, um, something that would be an annuity business for us, you know, that would generate cash that would help us do other things. You know, yes. That really was the first thing of, mm. of everything. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you take it to the next step. You know, there you're looking at how can I really differentiate? Because in a commodity market, you can only differentiate with price and with service. So we yes. focused on the service, but we realized that's not going to help us satisfy our ambitions of making the world a safer place. You know, So we've mm-hmm. got to go a bit deeper in the technology. So with the cash we had there, we started focusing on issuing identity to other machines as well. And that was the foundation of preparing ourselves for the ID card. You know, we got into yeah. digital certificates and issuing them for banking, for people to authenticate to business banking, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started expanding a little bit there. And when we started in that space, we did our first big thing, which was ours, and that is we started our own hosting operations. Mm-hmm. So where we could sell somebody else's software, we could do professional services to help them set up inside, you know, and that typically is the government national security model. They're not going to outsource easily. You're going to sell them something and help them in their own environment. Yes. But where the future was, was offering what's now called cloud services. You know, So yep. we could take this public key infrastructure, we we took the jump, we set up our own trust center, and with that comes extremely expensive and rigorous audits to make sure that you cannot have an insider compromise. Yeah. But it allowed us to start offering managed PTI, you know, and that was the next step. Really focused initially at the banking world, um, but it allowed us to, to have a differentiated offering that was locally hosted in the country, mm. and that was a, a further step. Again, the next step after that was then to start looking at how can we build some of our own software to complement what we've already got, you know, and that was the first round. The the second round was actually the breakthrough, and and that was when we started focusing, coming back again to digital business process and making it secure. Mm. Because we had our own trust center, we could accredit internationally, become part of the Adobe approved trust list, and we could actually run a signing service out of South Africa that was world-class, you know, something Mm. that is recognized by every Adobe reader in the world because our little bit of crypto is built into the Adobe software. 
you know, and into the Microsoft way, Microsoft software. Mm. So we could set up our signing service, and we were actually the first party to accredit under the ECT Act as a, to issue advanced electronic signatures, you know. And, and you can still see the, the difficulty of accrediting. If you look on the government website, sAAA.gov.za, you see under accredited parties, there's not many of them. It's very important that it's mm. SAAA and not SAA. Yes. It'll take you to a very different experience if you if you type that in wrong. So, uh, <laughs> you, you they, know, they, they should have taken some of your advice. <laughs> and uh, let's, let's not go down that rabbit hole now. So, uh, you know, so with the, the digital signing, actually, you know, that is, is one of the things that's a future element for us, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll come back to that again now, you know, because that's really allowing us to grow outside of the country. Mm. But uh, during this process, you know, we, we then had some good experience. We were building some custom solutions. You know, we're following our process of adding on something that's a little bit commodity, something that we can implement on a customer's premises, something that we could cloud host, and something that we can write our own code to complement. You know, we followed yep. that, that recipe. And, uh, and then the Home Affairs ID card business came along. You know, we could tender for all the digital security behind the ID card. Um, we were small, but we were the best in the business, you know, and everybody started, mm. a very small group of customers recognized that, you know, that we were sure. really good at digital certificates and integrating them. And, uh, and that was our first seven-year contract with government the first time around, you know, and it, it allowed us to experience that whole roller coaster ride of getting the first ID cards out in time for the international media release. You know, mm -hmm. I think people, people don't realize that the, I think the TV camera started running at about eight or nine that morning, and, and we probably finished at about five a.m. that day. It was, it was that close, you know, but really exciting. And I think we came through for government, and, um, and the Department of Home Affairs came through for the country. You know, they actually did what they said they were going to do. That's actually such a good news. You know, people say a lot of negative things about our government departments, but I'm just listening to your experience. I'm sure it wasn't all plain sailing, but, um, you know, the fact that you were able to achieve what you did, um, you needed a partner on the other side, i.e. government, um, that, that would allow you to make this happen. Um, so we are chatting to Mason Harry, who is the uh, co-founder of Law Trust. They sold to Ultron. Um, we're talking about the business story. They're behind your smart card, one of the best in the world, and we'll continue chatting to him next. And a very good morning to you. Mason Maheri is the founder, co-founder of Law Trust, sold to Ultron recently for about, what, 245 million rand. Um, do you continue working in the business? Of course. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, more, than just, uh, yeah. it's more than just a business. It's about um, carrying on with what we set out to do. Um, we're not finished making the world a bit of a safer place you know, for, so, for everybody to work in and play in. When, 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 you, when you're a smaller business, right, and you've carved out your success over the decades. You now get a big corporate like Ultron coming on board. They do the purchase. You remain, as I would imagine, CEO of the business. Um, do you find that there sometimes is, or, or were you concerned about a potential culture clash coming from a small, when I say small business, I'm mean, talking 50 million under here, but um, did, do you find a, a, a culture clash with, 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 with this bigger company that you're part of? I don't think so. So, so one is, you know, large IT groups is not something that we we're not familiar with. You know? sure. So, so most of myself and uh, the executive management in Law Trust has 
worked for some of the giants over the years, you know, so we're all familiar with it. But I, I think more importantly, I think Altron mm. has been doing the right things under the le- leadership of Mteta. Yeah. You know, uh, they really got their culture focused on growing for the next 10 years. And mm. I think that's the most important thing. You know, in, in most respects, it suits our business plan. Mm. You know, sometimes you need big resources behind you to go for some of these national type projects. You know, they will make you sign a warranty for the amount of money to the value of the contract. You know, yes. So if you want to do a national ID card or something like that, you do need some big pockets and big backing yeah. behind you, you know, for some of these things. So I think yeah. I'm excited because it will allow us yeah. to do big and significant projects. You know, and that's yeah. really something that we're looking for. Well, listen, you, you, you can't bootstrap that type of stuff unless your dad happens to be, um, what's his name, Ru- um, Rupert Murdoch or one of our own ones here, Johan Rupert. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely good to have a partner. Yeah. Uh, have you? Yeah. I, I would imagine you've had a lot of people wanting to talk to you, wanting to potentially engage when it comes to selling because of the success that they've seen. So w- what are the key considerations and what were the key considerations before you decided on a particular partner? I think the, the things that are important for us is uh, is definitely one is we did look at people and culture, you know, mm. so, so that is an important thing. Mm. You know, and that's what I, I enjoyed about Altron creating a new division. You know, they created this new security division and that really started when they acquired a Boucher in 2019, mm. you know, so, so the Boucher um, acquisition has really set the culture in that division very consultative selling you know this is not uh, selling used cars no no disrespect intended but it's consultative mm. type selling you know you've mm. got to have a speciality that you can engage with customers you know and you can work with them you know and that was one of the things that we're looking for mm. in fact uh, i think no one knows it but we we worked voluntarily with the boucher on many projects mm. you know so that's quite an interesting one if you're not mm. being forced to work together but you chose to work together on projects it already says that there was some, let's say, courting over the years, which came naturally. You know, so I think that's a very important thing. Uh, I think the second thing is we wanted investors that uh, really appreciate own IP. You know, I think mm-hmm. that that is the future for many reasons. You know, for yeah. South African businesses, we can create things here at a slightly lo- lower cost base when yes. we want to engage the international market. Many of the first world markets where we typically would like to play are quite cutthroat and competitive. You know, so if you are only reselling other software solutions, the margins are pretty low. Whereas if you're coming with your own software, it changes the margin structure and it really allows you to compete in that market. You know, so Mm. um, very important for the business model. Um, Eltron has got a UK operation, but, uh, but very much look favorably on internationalizing what we can generate in this country. You know, and that was also very important for us. So, so I think that really sums it up. You know, it ticked all the boxes. We started our own globalization journey. We moved into a big project in Saudi. You know, that mm-hmm. was really our first toe in the water. Yeah. And um, it was massively successful for us. Uh, and we we know we can do more. You're listening to Mason Mahari, who is the founder, co-founder of Law Trust. Um, it's just, you know, I, I like the fact that you, you tell these stories. I believe in storytelling. I don't, I'm not a, a, a listen, there's, there's, there's space in this world for headline earnings per share, but um, 
we just want to talk about the granular stories of success, the insights, what you've learned. And uh, what, what about giving back? You know, so you're, you're a very successful business person, uh, yourself, your wife, you've built this company, you've bootstrapped it, you've exited this particular business. I say exited in terms of the ownership, I would imagine, but uh, you still remain as the chief executive. Um, what, what's your take on sort of paying that forward to other businesses? Uh, I think super, super important because, uh, you know, we, we always kind of lightly talk about purpose driven businesses. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's one of the things that attracts a good team towards you as well. You know, if, uh, yeah. if the reason for the company's existence is that we are going to make the maximum amount of rands every day possible, then you're going to attract a certain kind of people. You know, if the reason for the company's existence is we're actually trying to help out everybody, you know, then that becomes mm. something that you've got to live. You know, Absolutely. it becomes something that you target in your business solutions, but it also becomes a way of working with your, your colleagues. You know, you've got to be tough on performance, but you've got to be soft on people. You've got to look for opportunities to, to give a little bit back. You know, we support initiatives like Junior Achievement Africa, one of the, the JA is one of the oldest uh, NGOs in the world, you know, mm. but it really teaches at a almost school leaving level entrepreneurial skills. You know, fantastic yes. to see the young people. And having to run a mini business, you know, one's got to be the CEO, one's got to be the chief marketing officer, you know, and you've got to see what they can do with their incredibly low little budgets, you know. And it really gives wow. you hope, you know, that entrepreneurial entrepreneurs are out there in Africa, you know, and, and we, we can actually do this thing, you know. So so very much believe in that. Um, and, uh, yeah, you've got to walk the talk, you know, you've got to try to every day. No, I love it. Absolutely love it. And uh, I just want to thank you for your time, Mason. It's, I think, been an insightful discussion from my side in any case. And where, where, where do you see yourself in the next uh, – maybe it's a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it in any case. Where, where do you see yourself in the long term, which is five years from now, given that we've had COVID? So, so definitely further internationalizing the, the business. You, yeah. know, you said earlier that you like stories, you know, so, yeah. so I think we've got a good business story. Yeah. But it also translates into what are businesses looking for for themselves now? Mm. You know, and you've seen, mm. especially with COVID and digitalizing, there is a, a business flow that is happening. You know, companies have to identify customers mm. and suppliers and their own staff. And these are not always going to be at the office. So there's a ID proofing, ID management component to it. That always flows into approving things and e-contracting, you know, so that you can see the digital signature story coming in. That always leads to protecting personal information. Yeah. We've got Poppy, but there's also GDPR. And finally, it leaves an ongoing secure transacting in a way that's pleasant, a great experience for the users, you know. So, so that is what all businesses are looking for. So our challenge is, is to take the answers that we got for that story and take that to the world. You know, and that's something that we're really going to be focusing on for the next um, foreseeable future. You know, it's a story yep. that we have to take international. You know, we've got to got to get it out there. And we're going to continue following you and hopefully sharing some of those stories. What do you say to people who go, "I want to leave this country. It doesn't offer anything to my kids." Well, so firstly, uh, we're going to be following you as well with your new story as well. But that's oh. a topic for a lunch at some time. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, secondly, you know, South Africa has got its challenges, but uh, but everybody's got challenges at the moment, you know. So mm. we always thought that this is a great place to live. From a business point of view, it's got a manageable cost structure. Um, you've got to be streetwise 
if you live here. Yep. But you've got to be streetwise if you're working online as well, or you can lose everything you have, you know. So so we see this as a great base. Um, it is home for all of us. And uh, and I'd say, you know, with the contacts and the things that you have here, you've really got to take a serious look at it to see if you don't want to make the best of what we've got as a base, mm. build yourself up and then internationalize that story as opposed to internationalizing yourself first and you don't know what you're going to do. Well, exactly. I think a very good point. But listen, absolute pleasure touching base with you again. Uh, I've sent you a LinkedIn invite, so there you go. We'll stay in touch. <laughs> Mason Mahari there is the co-founder of Law Trust. Two minutes to 11. With conversation this hot and happening. The important women for all communities, parents and the like, should be ensuring that you are not raising a bigot. You never want to miss a single beat. Smaller countries also contributing.